Hi again, everyone. Welcome to Radio MVP Sports Podcast, uh, episode 104. As we continue to move on, we are back. Uh, quarantine time uh, continues for some. Others will be uh, slowly integrating back into their previous lives. And sports is still on hold. Some sports are trying to inch their way back into uh, prevalence. The NASCAR has set a, uh, what is it, I think May 17th yeah. for a yeah, first two weeks. race. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure exactly where it's at. It might be in Tennessee. It might be somewhere else. I really don't know. I'm not but sure. I, yeah, I'm not a big NASCAR guy, but my point is I heard that it was going to be without spectators, no fans. Uh, we'll see. And uh, that's the first of the, quote, major sports to, to make a comeback. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I mean, they only race one day a week, so it's not like baseball that tries to play every day. Mm-hmm. Or the NBA, which plays two, three times a week. Uh, it's not hockey, which is like the NBA. So yeah, one step at a time. So we'll see how it all works out. Uh, that's just kind of what's going on in the world of sports uh, internationally. There's uh, a few leagues that shut down in Europe. Mm -hmm. So that has always been my indicator of what happens in Europe. We can kind of see what will happen here two to three weeks, maybe four weeks later. So uh, I'm still going to use that as my metric. Uh, Wait and see how the Premier League handles as uh, Great Britain is kind of like us in the middle of this pandemic at the higher rates. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to – be honest i wish i had greater news but we all know what's going on you don't need me to tell you yeah it's uh it's it's a scary world out there i'll tell you that it's uh you, you know you see all these videos of people begging and pleading for just stuff to come back and but they don't realize is that wasn't normal that was not normal you don't fire your pandemic team and you don't fire the people in charge. And, you know, that was not normal. This is a wake up call to, we need to get to what is normal. We have to get to a healthier, cleaner sense because how many for years now doctors have been pleading, we need to get healthy. We need to be healthy. We need to be healthy. We need to be healthier. And there, you know, you can watch the news five years ago and it's wash your hands, be smart. You know, it's the same thing, Tim, when you had a fever at home, your parents said, Tim, you're not going to school today. And you're like, why? I feel fine. Besides that, it's, you know, this disease does not have symptoms. You might have a cough, you might have this, but the, the devastating effects of it aren't seen to the, to the eye really. And that's the scary thing about it. So as much as we want sports back and want the sense of normalcy, I'd rather hold off. I'd, as much as someone who loves sports, I'd rather hold off. You cannot, you cannot risk putting millions of people in danger each week. Because you go back to sports with baseball and basketball and football and golf and NASCAR, you're putting millions of people at risk. And that's a, that's a risk you can't take. That's just something you cannot take. I'm in agreement with you. There's no question about it. I mean, you cannot take that risk. Yeah. As much as it is part of our lives and let's face it, you and I, uh, 
we enjoy our our little side yes. in in the world of sports and uh, i've had fun in the last uh, few weeks uh, going back over my archives mm -hmm. uh, for those who who have not had a chance to listen i'd love to get your opinion so don't be afraid to leave a review either on apple Podcasts or uh, right on our own website as uh, you can uh, interact with us right there on each and every podcast um I uh, released a couple old uh, files from the past that I had, a uh, couple games from the past, as uh, I called them th Throwback Thursdays, as uh, you hear that a lot on the uh, on the internet. So I was, we were kind of in between. People were jonesing mm -hmm. for sports, so I said, "Let's give it a shot," and I uh, released the 2011 uh, game I called at Slippery Rock. Uh, it was a basketball. It was uh, a school called Rocky Grove. It's up by mm -hmm. Franklin area in uh, Franklin, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And they played in the Class A uh, District 10 championship game against West Middlesex. So that was the first one we released just to see how it uh, got a nice response to it. And then the following week, I uh, followed it up with a, uh, another one from the Franklin area when I was doing mm -hmm. that same time period, 2011. And it was... Now this is a this is going to be one that if you're a football fan, it's going to be something you want to listen to because, as everyone knows about the Maslin mm -hmm. and Canton McKinney matchup and, and yes. its history and how many years it's been around, the Franklin Oil City rivalry as is just as long. It's amazing it dates back that far, and. That matchup was the 131st matchup of those two schools on the football field. Going into that game, Anthony, uh, Franklin had won 60 games. Oil City has won 59 games, and there oh. were 11 ties. That's what makes, you know, Tim, that's what makes uh, our jobs in the fall so great is, it, look, we've been blessed to do the big school matchups, and we've been blessed you know, to do a state championship game in probably the nicest facility in the Northeast. I mean, it's bar none. There's a reason why the NFL uses it repeatedly. Um, but, but it's those small, small town, small community rivalry games that really reignite your love for football. And uh, you've done a ton. Uh, we've, we've had the opportunity to broadcast a couple and it, it's so fun. It's, you know, you see the communities come together and, it, you know, we usually pull in about two hours before the game and you can see the tailgating and, you know, it, it doesn't matter the records. You would not know the records of these teams going into the game that day by the enthusiasm, the excitement on the fans' faces. And that's what makes our job so great in the fall. Oh, there's no question. And like I said, it's something different. Um, I'm going to release another one this week, and then I'm going to try to slow down maybe every two weeks mm -hmm. or maybe once a month with the uh, the throwback podcast. Uh, I've got a lot of them that I think many would would love to hear again or hear for the first time. Uh, they're not all going to be Pennsylvania-based. Uh, I have uh, games going back to the year 2000, uh, mm -hmm. on, and I found a few of them, including uh, a couple of Warren Harding games. And... Uh, a couple of Harding uh, basketball games and Kennedy basketball. Actually, I found one that was a matchup between Warren Harding and 
uh, Warren JFK. So uh, they don't meet too often. No, they don't. They Especially do not. on the basketball court. And this was around 2000, 2001. The exact date, I'm not 100% sure on, but it's in that range. So, uh, yeah, I got a lot of games that I think would be kind of fun to, to, uh, to put out there. And like I said, I'd love to have the feedback on it. It's, it's been an interesting process this last month. I've been in quarantine like everybody else. So I've had some extra time and cleaning out closets and doing work around the house and came across old, uh, cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. That's way before, uh, digital files were really became the uh, the way to record uh so uh a matter of fact i threw away maybe over 50 cassette tapes that i had from my old radio show Just wow had them laying around and i says you know what i'm never going to listen to them i'm never going to use them i just uh last week uh just got a big box and threw them all away never even i just once they remarked what it was i said yeah no need to go back through did keep a couple Going back to uh, when John Cooper was fired, and mm -hmm. uh, I think when Jim Trussell got announced as the uh, new head coach. So that was on my birthday, actually. Really? Yes, it was. Yes, it yes it was. That was uh, that was on my birthday, and at the time, that was a punch in the gut birthday because I had grown up with Jim Trussell at YSU. I knew nothing else, you know. Right. I and. Uh, when he got introduced, that was like, a, oh boy, that was not a good birthday. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, the uh, as history has itself, I I think he made the right move. Yeah, it worked out. Let's just yes, say it did. I think if there's one person who uh, has always landed squarely on his feet, even when he's been knocked down, it's been yep. Russell. And uh, there's one thing to take from Coach Tress or President Tressel. Is just that you got to bounce back, and uh, he's always found a way. You got yes, yes, you know, and yes, leadership. And we talk about leadership on in sports all the time. Mm -hmm. and you see leadership in a lot of different venues in this world, and when you see lack of leadership, you can see some of the disarray that can happen. And that's my political commentary for the day. I won't go beyond that, at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting period for me to go through some of my old uh, recordings. And uh, you know what? One thing I've learned is my style really hasn't changed much. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> That's not a bad thing, no, you know? No, it's not. And it's fun. No. Um, I found, uh, God, I should, I should have made a list. But, of course, you know me. I never prepare like that. <laughs> um, I found uh, this will make Matt happy. Uh, like two or three old Ursuline games. Uh, really? Yeah. One. I'm not sure if it was football, but I definitely basketball. Uh, I found a lot of Cheney games uh, back when Cheney was playing. You know, originally. Still yes. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I have a football game that was, and I just recorded it. I made a digital file on it. It was Cheney versus Youngstown Cheney versus Youngstown Rand. Really? Yeah, from I think two. That's an oldie. Yeah, that's an oldie. That, I tell that, you what, that will be a future throwback podcast. It wasn't what I would call a a a great game or anything, but because of it was a city series. The city match, series, yep. And obviously, 
uh, Rain is no longer, you know, around, and neither is uh, Wilson. So uh, if I find games from those schools, I'm going to uh, try to release them in the future. I'm not saying I have them. I may, I may not, <laughs> be quite honest. There were some great athletes in those years, man. Yeah. There were some great athletes. Right. I know when I covered Warren Harding basketball back in the late 90s, early th- 2000s, um, they used to play Wilson and uh, Cheney and a few other yep. schools from that time period. Mm-hmm. I covered Harding pretty extensively back then. So I may have um, old, old recordings from that era. And if I do, I'm going to uh, – we'll release it sooner or later just as, as a fun thing. And uh, I also – this will be fun. Um, I found some of my recordings that I actually – I don't know if you ever heard. Did you ever hear of a recording on a mini disc? I've heard of a mini disc, yes. Yeah, mini disc is like this. It's yes. a, uh, mm-hmm. about a two and a half by three inch square disc uh, mm-hmm. that acts like a CD that you can rewrite. And yep. uh, I got one back, I think it was around 2000. And that was my first foray of trying to run an entire game at the game site. So I needed something to play commercials on. And I tried that. It didn't quite work as well as I hoped. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, that's how I ended up with a mini disc. And then I started using it as a recorder. And I have like, oh, <laughs> maybe eight to ten games that are on mini disc. Well, like anything that's 20 years old and it's small, mm-hmm. I, where the yeah, recorder's it's... at, the recorder slash player I have no idea. You have no idea. It's either somewhere in a closet, in the house, in a box, or been thrown away because it broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Like, well, this don't work no more. And and got rid of it. So I had all those boxes, and I had this time. So I got on eBay, and I decided to look around, and I found one. Uh, really, And some of these are ridiculously priced because mm-hmm. I guess they're kind of collector's items now. And, I mean, people want to, like, two three hundred dollars for these oh my god yeah and i'm like nah there's absolutely no way well i found one a very reasonable price a lot cheaper than that um only a few uh it was around forty dollars so it wasn't that bad at all Mm -hmm. comparatively speaking and uh it looks like this by the way (laughs) (laughs) and uh so i've been uh recording them uh onto uh, mp3 files and i found a lot of games there um and remember when I, we were talking about when Doug Phillips got hired at YSU? Yes. Yes. I says, Boy, I don't remember if I met him or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm at an Salem, idiot. right? I'm an idiot. Yes, I did. I interviewed him every week in 2000 <laughs> when he was the head coach of Springfield when they went basically undefeated that year and went into the playoffs. Um, I interviewed him every week. Yeah. I have I had recordings and then I have a I found a game and this is the most disappointing part of the whole thing. It's a it's a it's it's a really good quality game. It was at mm-hmm. Springfield local versus East Palestine. And unfortunately, uh maybe the last two minutes of the game I don't have. Oh 
I had the entire game, and there was a long stretch where there was an injury, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. just continue to record. And there was probably about a 10-minute break in a game because of an injury. So, you know, obviously the recording just continues to roll, and uh, I get down to about, about a minute, minute and a half left in the game, and, and the recording ends. So... <laughs> that's I'll, terrible maybe, that I'll, always stinks you know what maybe i'll find it on another disc somewhere uh i'm not uh worried about it uh even if i do uh i found a few where there were partial games like that you know I, yeah like that one's 99 percent there i w- i would have no problem releasing yeah. it and just making a a note in the liner that the a last note, few yeah. minutes are, are missing you know which it's not mm-hmm. going to really change the outcome of how that game ended. Uh, it's just you're not going to hear me say the the, the clock reached uh, triple zeros and the game's over, that type of thing. Uh, however, there was another game. Matter of fact, it was uh, it was a Cheney and Ursuline game, basketball game. It's like the first six, seven minutes were missing, but the rest of the game was there. So was I there? Lot, yeah. yeah, I found a lot of those type of files, and uh, a lot of these tapes I have are, are – uh, recordings are just not uh, typical me. Yeah. I did not label them, you know, <laughs> and they just got thrown in a box. So I'm going through and you listening. Didn't... Yeah. That might be the most painful part is not actually listening to the game again. It's more uh, trying to figure out what game it is, when it was recorded, and um, labeling it, and then uh, converting it over to a, a digital file. And uh, I, I don't really think you envision being home this much. You didn't actually, envision you. Yeah, I could use another month or two just to get all this stuff done. But, you know, reality uh, changes that pretty quickly. Yeah, it, you know, it does. And I found, you know, thankfully still working. It's, uh, it's nice to have that sense of normalcy, so to speak. Um, but hopefully most people have used this time to do something productive. Like you've done around the house and clean up the house and and all of that and just you know hopefully people took this time to be healthier mentally and physically um, because that's what's really going to get us to this new norm that we're in. Yeah. And I've kind of enjoyed these old classic games and you know uh, STO if you play some classic games some new classic games thankfully they were in a a spurt there where they were playing the same three games. Uh, the old Harding football games, you know, you and I talked about that last week and uh, Claret and all those teams were absolutely loaded. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. But I turn on TV today and I haven't watched much TV lately trying to, you know, get some stuff done. And the first thing I turn on is LB Network and it's game seven of the 97 World Series. And I'm like, click. We're not going to watch this. We are not, we're just not going to watch this. But I'll tell you what, Nerd Aim is uh, – every Saturday, Nerd Aim has a watch party on their YouTube channel. And former players from that game come back and uh, come back and talk with Mike Tirico. It's really cool. I've enjoyed uh, going back down memory lane and having a three-hour escape. It's pretty it, – you know, I'm sitting there talking to my cousin. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy played. And this guy – and it's just kind of cool to see – you know, relive some of those classic games and you wouldn't have a chance to do so otherwise. Yeah, and uh, that has been really a big part of uh, sports here in the last yes. uh, five, six weeks uh, is 
going back and reliving some um, some good moments and some sad moments yeah. and some disappointed moments and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, seeing players that, you know, today that you never watched before. Many people yeah. have really enjoyed. I have not watched one moment of it, but the last dance, the... Uh, I have not watched it either. It's not that I didn't... Not that I know it would not be produced yeah. well and not... I said... I remember. You know, yeah, you remember time. that, so you don't need to go so back. I, and... I don't need to go back and hear it. I mean, the behind-the-scenes stories, I'm sure, are phenomenal. And, uh, you know, about, you know, Jerry Krause and about, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Jordan and that whole gang uh, of – and let's face it, I don't know when the next time we'll ever see a dominance of that sort in sports again where a team wins six titles in eight years and when the team was two – similar but different built teams that dominated three straight years in a row you know and behind uh, a superstar like michael jordan we might never see that the way sports are constructed now you know the nba is an arms race and it's probably um the one sport where you will more than likely see it again Uh, because baseball you have no idea It, it you know they like you talked about the great thing about baseball is the the highest payroll teams don't always win. I believe what the Yankees had one World Series in two thousand, two World Series in two thousands. They had none in the two thousand tens. Um, you know, it's a, you know for a point there, the Indians were the were the most winningest team in that seventy year period, uh, thanks to Francona. So. He, so the NBA probably is where you can see something like that happening again. Uh, the Warriors did it to what three of five. They oh, were yeah. three of five. Yeah. I mean, there'll be a story someday about the New England Patriots and their long-term yes. success that they've had during the Brady era. Now that he's left and gone to Tampa Bay, uh, but they'll be the Bill Belichick Brady. Yes. Uh, you know, celebration and and the complete domination of the era that mm-hmm. they competed in and how things broke their way in certain games and how they were able to succeed and take advantage of opportunities and mm-hmm. uh, not taking anything away from any championship they won. But, you know, other teams, in my opinion, put themselves in precarious scenarios where they allowed the Patriots yep. to take advantage of them. And that's the mark of a good team. That is yes, the it absolute is. mark yes, of, it a, is. of a great team is if you – leave the door open, they're going to break through. And they did most of the time. Um, they were maybe the most dominant team they ever they ever had, did lose to the Giants. Yes. And that will be always something I think most people will remember about the Brady era in New England. That's not a, a Patriot fan. And it's not because they lost. It's because that team and all – probability was the best team ever put together in football in the modern era and take yeah you can't away, yeah yeah take nothing away from the miami dolphins and what they achieved in the dynasty that they had in the 70s and i don't and, and they did go undefeated yeah but we're talking about a 16 game season exactly we're talking you know about uh, how the game has become bigger faster stronger and all those things and again uh that was the most dominant team I've ever witnessed that didn't win a championship. 
Yeah, you look at that uh, that Patriots team, um, and they had beaten the Giants just three weeks prior in the regular season finale, albeit a close win. Um, so you kind of saw there the blueprint to maybe beat them. And there, it's like the old adage is, there are some teams who just don't match up well against teams. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I, you take that outcome away. That is probably the uh, single-handedly most talented team um, to play in the NFL. Yeah, and then in the, in the, in the same type of breath, the team that did win it all, that was the most talented team I have ever seen, was the Michael Jordan uh, second mm-hmm. time around, um, where I think they ended up losing like 12 or 13 games all season. And Yeah, 70 and 12, wasn't it? Yeah. and The so Golden State honest, snapped yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, it was just an, an amazing uh, dominance. There was just, you knew in the fourth quarter who was going to win every game. It didn't matter what the score was. You knew who was going to win. And that, yeah. that was what I always remembered. I mean, that was the most dominant team I've ever witnessed win a world championship type scenario. Who was just so good that no matter how hard you competed, and if you may have even won a game or two in a series, you weren't going to win. You weren't going to lose, yeah. Yeah, you, it's just it's not going to happen. Uh, if they did, you know, it was just like, okay, you won. All right, we'll move on. We'll, we'll get you next time. And they did. And yeah, they were just, it was a team that really never had a slump. That was the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, you know, I'm 29, so I vaguely remember, you know, not being a big NBA guy, uh, you vaguely remember those teams. Um, I remember watching the Utah series and thinking, you know, Malone and Stockton can match up to a, an extent, but you never really felt, oh, boy, the boys were going to – you know, you really never thought, boy, the boys might lose the series. You know, when the Warriors played the Cavs, it was – you know, Cleveland's got a good chance to win. There there were not many people going in being like, yeah, Utah's going to win the series. It's just it, – it just like you said, you, you might steal a game or two, but there was no pressure on the Bulls to, like – Wow, we're going to lose the series here. Yeah, well, they always had the series in control. Every yep. series. Yes, they did. Even uh, if it went to game six, it was really never close in a series. Uh, they always had the lead in the series. They always controlled the outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not like, for example, Golden State, where they had the 3-1 lead, and you knew that if Cleveland came out and played their best, that they would have an opportunity to do history. and. Uh, uh, I don't think you're going to see that too often. Uh, you know, we've seen some really good teams dominant uh, over the years in different sports. I think mm-hmm. the Yankees in the early 2000s yeah. pretty much knew that they, they should win the World Series. Now, they won a few because uh, they took advantage of an opportunity. Uh, you know, Obviously, yep. the Jeffrey Myers uh, – Mayors or whatever his, that young man's name yep. was that interfered with the ball. With that kid's that name, changed, yeah. Yeah, that changed the series. And who knows if they make it there or not. But, you know, once they got there, they closed the door. They were able to win. And they went, what, three straight or three out of four years? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, was that 96 or 98? That was 96 that they won. And then 96? 
Yeah. And then 97, the Indians went to the World Series. But 98, yep. 99, and 2000 uh, were all Yankees. And yes. And I think 2000, is was that the year that they played Arizona and Arizona? 2000, yes. Yes, because 2001 was a Subway Series, right? When the Mets and Yankees both yes, made it? right. Because that was and that was the 9-11 year. 98 and 98, the Indians had the Yankees down in that series. Yeah, but you never felt comfortable. No, no. Uh, ninety-eight, yeah. ninety-eight. They beat the Braves. Nine, I think ninety-nine. They beat the the Padres. I believe so. Yes. And then two thousand, they beat. I think two thousand. It was the was that the Randy Randy Johnson era with uh, Arizona. Yes. Yes. And then uh, 2001 was the Subway Series, as you mentioned. Yes. Yep. But there was a period for about five years where the Yankees were the one Absolutely. The most dominant yes. team in, in baseball. Absolutely, yes. You know, we've seen different dominant teams over the years. Now, here's a trivia question for you. Yeah. You'll probably get this. In 1994, when Major League Baseball had their season ended because of the strike, who had the best record in baseball? Hmm. I believe it was uh, Montreal. Yeah, see? Uh, I figured you'd get that. Yeah. yeah. I was watching a documentary on them last week on the MB Network, and that was that was really cool to go back and look yeah, at. Yeah, that was – I mean, that's what a lot of teams this year are going to face. Uh, yep. Like, for example, in the NCAA basketball, we'll never know who could have won the championship nope. or who could have been a Final Four because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll know there's a we don't know what will happen if the NBA season will conclude or not. We don't know if Major League Baseball season will begin or not. Um, obviously, I believe that they're not, they all want to, and there's desire. It's just there's so many factors involved. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think Major League Baseball has the hardest way to get through this i agree all the sports because I agree. there's so many so many factors involved i really think as we were discussing the last time the arizona plan yeah might be the only way major league baseball plays this season um, i agree with that and because we know that on both coasts New York, Boston, Philadelphia, they're all going to be closed probably most of the summer. Yes. Meaning from playing in the stadiums. Yes. And yes. we already know California's closed. We know, you know, San Francisco and L.A. and Oakland, they're not playing baseball there in those stadiums. This no. So. With that in mind, and then you look at like Ohio, I just don't think you can do it. And you can look at Chicago. I don't, you know, I just, I, it's going to be difficult to play baseball this year. As much as I'm, I want a baseball season. I, I just, I honestly say this. I don't know how they get it done. And I was, I, go ahead. I was more optimistic two or three weeks ago. Right now, I, I, I can't see a way that you do that. Because um, you're going to have to seclude 
all those people in one area. Most players, have, there are some players who come out and said, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be secluded away from our families for that long period of time. And you can't blame them because no. at, at the end of the day, you have to take care of the human side of this. You know, it, that's just baseball. They're going to get their money to an extent. Um, but the logistics, I don't know. And you're going to have to ramp up testing all 10, 15 times more than already is. Um, and then you get into the ethical question is why are the players and why are the players getting tested when and why no human beings are not may not be you can't play sports tim until you have testing available for everyone like if you had a cough right now and it lasted three days you could go get tested no matter what no ends and buts about it you, you can't test a baseball player for no symptoms at all, you know, um, I just don't see how we have it back. I just, and you think about too, the elderly managers, the guys like Terry Francona who've had heart problems, you know, you can't take that risk. You know, this whole myth about, well, it goes away in the summer. No, that's bull crap. That's just not true. You know, the heat does not, it might calm it down where it doesn't transmit as easily, but it still transmits. Yeah. It's still out there. Um, so look, I get people want it back, but like you said, how do you test a baseball player, football player, but don't test the average person? You can't do that. It is, you, you cannot do that. And uh, maybe I'm being biased, but you, you need to get testing for every single long-term care facility and jail in this country, period. End of story. Those people need to be the people that we watch out for first and foremost. I'm 100% agreement. Uh, there's there's a lot of mistakes been made along the way, yep. and they magnify even worse as time goes by. Uh, we can't I, take a step back here. Yeah, like I've said to privately and i'll say it publicly uh, uh my quarantine ends today i go back yeah, to this... tomorrow um we'll see i have my my concerns i will be masked up i will be yep. uh very uh very careful going forward because i have family members i need to protect and uh i honestly do believe from everything that's out there that's scientific not uh, manipulated that we are rushing this as a nation. Oh, we're rushing this way too much. And it's going to be difficult. It's, and like I said, it affects everything we do in life. And yeah, it does. I don't want I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to believe and what not to believe but I will say this check your sources because if you listen to only one source or if you're only reading one and you see something totally different out of a source that used to be very acceptable, yep. then you have to understand why are you seeing this change, a.k.a. the CDC. Something's mm -hmm. different with the CDC today than it was yep. two weeks ago. And I want, and that's the government. And anyone who's citing the, CC, the CDC today, in my opinion, is not getting 
accurate information. And that is scary as a individual in a country that depends on your government to yep. be transparent. Let me say this. And there are n numerous graphs and charts and statistics. And, you know, like you mentioned, it's always been, well, who are your sources? And some of the sources, like you mentioned, have proven to be not as reliable as others. The bottom line is the statistics are, are deaths. And if you listen to this source or that source or this source and that source, they're reporting more than one death. And that's one way too many, period. That's, you know, I don't want to hear, oh, we only lost this much. We, that's, that is one too many. Because if you go to all those people who are saying that and say, are you willing to offer up one family member or friend to this? They're going to say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. And it's just, you, you cannot take that risk. We all want sports back. But I would rather have sports back next year when we have this thing controlled and down on the mat and know, hey, if we do A, B, and C, C and one, two, three, there's a great likelihood that we can have these events go on without major risk. And right now, you, you, you cannot have a sporting event without major risk. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, so. You know, I know uh, the LPGA, or not the LPGA, but the, the Golf Association is yes. coming back. Um, and the May That's particular, yeah, without, yeah, I think it's June 17th. I think it's June 17th. They're coming back. I think it's June. I could be wrong. It might be May, but, uh, again, without, um, fans or spectators, you wouldn't call it, you know, in a gallery. Um, I you know, it sounds like you could be done. Okay. Because you say golf is individual, but you still have a caddy that's sitting next to you. Yep. Still have cameramen everywhere. You're going to have to you have those have, counties. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to people wear masks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's not the yeah. whole, well, how it was last year or a couple months ago. That's over. Yeah. That's done. It's, it's just going to be a different reality here. And hey, I don't blame any of them for trying. And I think the, the exhibition game where, uh, it's going to be Phil Mickelson and Tiger yep. Woods with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Will be interesting to watch and be fun to have a little competition. And I'm sure uh, the sport books will be thrilled because there'll be actually some uh, bets on every hole and a lot of things going mm -hmm. on that hasn't happened in our in our realm of uh, reality here in the last six weeks. But you know. It's just one sporting event and one exhibi exhibition. We'll see if it actually can happen long term. Uh, but you got to try stuff, and I and, and I applaud them for trying things. Uh, cool. It's going to be difficult. Like I said, I don't know how. You know, being a a fan primarily of baseball and football and basketball mm -hmm. and hockey and a few other things. Uh, the team sports. I just I wonder how they're going to be able to pull it off. I just don't know. I I want to give them the opportunity to put their plans in forward. I want to give them the opportunity to be successful. Um, 
I think it's going to be difficult this summer. And I'll be quite honest. Um, I have my concerns. If things turn the way I'm thinking they may, we won't have a fall sports calendar. No, no way. Um, no, I don't. And as, as hard as that heart is set to say as a person who covers high school sports and loves college and, and the NFL, um, as of today on May 3rd, I know I'm putting the, you know, the cart before the horse before in a lot horse, of ways, yeah. but I honestly, uh, right now, I think less than 50% chance. I'm not willing to risk it. I, uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, I think you have to try something in golf, maybe because you don't need to be up close and personal. You can be six feet apart and you can, um, stay apart. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. The football and hockey and basketball. No way. Yeah. I don't know. how. No you way. Do it. I just don't know how you do it. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a long year without sports, but it yeah. might be good in the sense to focus on something else. Well, let's put it this way. Um, I look at I look at um, each week going by, and if I the next month is going to tell us a lot mm-hmm. because we're trying to to re restart everybody, get them back to some type of, of, of a normal living. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. We'll see how it works. Um, I think people want to press the throttle too soon. And it's going to cause more damage in the long run. Uh, there's no question if you listen to the scientists, the doctors who study this type of thing, the second and third wave is usually worse than the first yep. wave. Uh I have always said, and I'll continue to say as a sports fan, let's watch Europe and see how Europe handles this going forward. They're two to four weeks ahead of us in their battle with this disease. So, uh, you know, uh, some of the smaller leagues in Europe have canceled. Germany's starting to play soccer again. Yep. We'll see how that works out. Uh, the Premier League wants to finish the season. Uh, Great Britain has been hit hard by this disease. We'll see. Uh, I think France has uh, canceled their uh, remainder of their soccer seasons. So Mm -hmm. one by one, we're going to find out. Uh, I'm not here to, you know, I think that's going to be an indicator of what you can expect here. I've always, I've been saying that. And uh, we got to watch their infection rates, too, as the summer progresses. Because, like I said, Europe is a little bit ahead of us in this infection. We're, we've taken the world's lead in yep. not being prepared. And uh, it's going to be hard. And there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, make a living and are performers and it's going to be difficult for them in the next year. Uh, I'm talking about musicians. Yes. And, uh, Theaters who, and yes. Yep. Just, and there's a lot of people who are uh, stage hands and uh, stage lightning and, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, a uh, sound people, this is it's going to put a lot of people on our hurt and we'll just this, have to take uh, one day at a time. 
this might, and I don't know this for a fact, but you might see a expansion in drive-in movie theaters now and the close of regular theaters, you know, because you can still get out of the house, so to speak, and go watch a movie and stay in the comfort of your own car. Um, I think we're going to see more of that. I think you're yes. I think those uh, two um, drive-in theaters in uh, Trumbull County, in the yep. Warren area, we'll see. This week, right? Yeah. I believe one of them is opening. Uh, yes. Maybe both of them are. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're going to see people take advantage of that type of opportunity to have entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy for any of us, and no matter what you do. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a long run back. I wish I had better words. I wish I had better thoughts that saying, oh, we're gonna, all going to be okay and come, you know, uh, July 4th when we play in baseball. I yeah. like that thought. I do too. Uh, I just uh, – I'm not I sure it's going it. to happen. I can't see it. I. You right now, you have to plan for a second wave. That's – it's cyclical with everything, but let's stay on top of it and try to calm the second wave down than say, Oh, it's going to be worse. Sorry to interrupt you there. You're you're, you're good. Um, Let me say this. I think you're right. I think the lack of leadership and understanding of the information that's out there is high. And Leadership matters this time of the year, and uh, mm-hmm. this is a uh, scenario where we're failing in leadership big time. There's a lot of good leaders who make good decisions in each state and uh, had their constituents in mind and trying mm-hmm. to do the right thing. And there's a lot of push and a lot of political uh, pressure being put on some to do really irresponsible things, in my opinion. And uh, we'll have to see how it all works out. Uh, let's hope for the best. Let's pray for the best. Let's be prepared for the worst because that is definitely in play. Yes, yeah. That, Tim, that statement right there is so true. And people want to say, oh, it's cliche. No, no, it, it is. true. You have to prepare for the absolute worst in this scenario because the, the, the likelihood of you knowing someone or you personally getting this dreaded virus and suffering long-term consequences or fatalities is much higher than any of us want to imagine. I think more people, then you realize have known at least somebody and some family that's been affected by this disease. And those who say they haven't just haven't talked to the right people yet. Yeah. Or be, have been blessed and don't kid yourself that sooner or later it can happen to you or your family. Tim, I don't want to be more when I say this. It's going to impact every family in this country. I think you're right. It will probably impact every family in this country, hopefully 
to where it's just a minor cold or flu for a week or two. Um, but unfortunately, it's there are scenarios and likelihoods where it's going to be a lot worse. Well, like I said, don't get your information from social media because 99% of that is, is bollocks. Garbage. Yep. And uh, don't be afraid to ask questions to those who are actually um, – Trained for a living. Exactly. Yes. Or involved mm -hmm. in some sort because you'll get better information there than you will anywhere else. That's my PSA to everybody. I know we've gotten off on different tangents, but you know what? This podcast, we can do that. Uh, there is no uh, realm that we can't talk about. Nope. There's no uh, boundaries that I think are uh, set. And, that, and this is a conversation between you and I 90% of the time. Yep. Sometimes we were... we're we're fortunate enough to have guests come on. And obviously I would love to reach out to a few of them who recover sports and get their opinion about going, what's going on. And uh, we're going to try to do that. I haven't, you know, I'm just like everybody else because of the, uh, the quarantine going on. I haven't reached out to people. Uh, we can definitely do phone calls. We definitely can mm -hmm. do zoom calls and uh, other things. So we will do our best to, uh, you know, get other people's opinion going forward and how it's going. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be difficult for sports fans in the next year. Uh, I think there's going to be many who will um, be disappointed. And, you know, right now my thought process is, is let's hope in June that there's a plan in baseball that makes sense going forward and that they can implement and see what happens. If it's a unsafe plan, then I hope it, it never materializes and uh, everyone uh, recognizes just out of their control. And the truth of the matter, it is out of your control. It's in the control of the virus until we have control of it. And as of today, March, or excuse me, May 3rd, yep. we don't have that control yet. No, you know, to my, my hope is long-term we have sports back and that's, you know, that's it will obviously happen. what we want. It will happen. But it's just not going to be tomorrow. No, no. And so my goal right now is hopefully one of these trials uh, and treatments, you know, let's get a treatment first of, Hey, you have it and we can give you this and this and it will shorten the, symptoms and shorten the period from two to three weeks to one to two, you know, um, let's start there first and hopefully, uh, work on a vaccine because that's ultimately what we need. Well, that's exactly it. Um, you hit it, you hit it right on the head. Uh, you have to treat the symptoms. You have to have a treatment for it. In the process of having a treatment for it, you can get other things uh, like a vaccine. But from my knowledge, and this goes back to when I worked out of med school and for three straight years heard people talk about infectious diseases mm -hmm. and the danger of a scenario like this and not knowing what that next virus would be and how it would attack. Um, we can try to speed up the, the timetable, but it's still a timetable and it doesn't yep. happen overnight. 
let's just put it that way. Uh, if they have a timetable of a year to 18 months, that's really, really expediting it. Because yes, it, it is. Takes yes, four it is. To five years uh, to do it properly. Uh, there are signs of some success, so that's that's good news for all yes. involved. And uh, it's like any other disease. Uh, let's call. Do you know someone who has any type of cancer, mm -hmm. and there's treatments for it, and there are many who survive, and it's a wonderful thing. Yep. But it didn't happen overnight. Nope. And no, it's not. And this is not going to happen overnight either. And, uh, you know, like I say, I, I'd rather talk about baseball. I'd rather talk about football yep. and everything going on in the world. I'd love to even talk about Australian football again with, uh, with Gemma and mm -hmm. others. But let's be realistic. It's just not on the table right now. It's no. Not, it's not the United States shut down. It's the it's world. The it's the world, yep. There are bigger uh, – there are bigger matters at hand right now, and we all want sports to be that three-hour outlet or be that that distraction that we all know and love. But let's get them back when we can truly enjoy it and not worry, you know, if I'm sitting next to this person or I walked by this person. Uh, that's no way to live. Uh, that's no way to go about life. You know, um Let's end this on a more of a, a, a higher note. One of the things uh, this past month I've been doing again mm -hmm. is uh, I've been playing my guitar. Uh, I've had guitars for 25, 30 years, and I'm very below average at best. It's probably the one thing in life that I've never really got. Not great at? Yeah. And I seen a, a T-shirt the other day that it was perfect. I play guitars because I like to, not because I'm good. <laughs> and I was thinking, how many of us used to play sports because we love the sport, but not necessarily that we ever were going to make a living or be yep. great at it. And uh, that's exactly what this is all about. And let's have some fun. Let's enjoy ourselves. If you have any questions, like I say, give us feedback. Um, if you would be so kind to go on Apple Podcasts and leave us feedback there, that'd be great. That helps others find the podcast uh, through that. There seems we're on Spotify now. I didn't mention that for a while now, but if you have Spotify, mm -hmm. just look up Radio MVP Sports, and you can listen to it through Spotify. Uh, we're on, like I said, just about every major podcasting uh, availability: Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I, but anyways, if there's a rating review, leave us a rating review. Uh, Please interact with us on our webpage, radiomvp.com, and uh, let's let's enjoy each other and our and our uh, give us ideas what you want to talk about because we'd be happy to do it. Yeah, let's stay safe. Uh, let's look out for one another, um, and hopefully that way um, we can get through this quicker than we are saying. Um, I'm going to end on this and thank you to all the healthcare providers out there and thank you all the frontline workers that are, are keeping this country going because if we didn't have them, well, we'd be in trouble. You know, we have the best, the best doctors and nurses in the world that every day work, uh, you know, for you and I is not mentally taxing to them. It's mentally exhausting every single day. So without them, uh, we'd be lost. 
watch some of the videos that are out there from the healthcare uh, people, and that will tell you everything that they've dealt with. And yep, uh, listen to them because they're not lying when they say they're exactly. exactly. They're not lying when they're saying what they're dealing with. And if you don't understand that, then please uh, open up your mind and listen to them. You don't have to listen to me. Listen to them. They are putting uh, their lives and their families on hold and at risk for you and your loved ones. And that's something we can never repay them for. No. Never. Awesome. All right, Anthony, final thoughts? Uh, let's just hope we have uh, – some better news ahead um and let's just keep keep being smart about this let's not try to rush anything back because we don't want to go back to square one where it's a lot worse than it is now all right my basically thoughts are the same let's all uh, move forward be safe uh wear your mask out in public and let's uh look forward to the potential of uh getting past all this and hopefully i'm wrong and those who are putting us in the new waters are correct mm-hmm. because uh nothing i'd like to be more than wrong here amen to that there's nothing amen to, like that. to be there's nothing i would enjoy more unfortunately i've been right most of the time through this yes so, you have um so let's hope like i say every time i i don't mind being wrong it's like uh in, in sports, when you talk about certain things and someone points something out and you're like, oh, wow, maybe you were right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you have to accept that possibility that even though you had a strong opinion about it, it doesn't matter. Wrong. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't correct. Uh, I'd be happy to be wrong. I would not hurt. I would too. Um, I would too. So with that in mind, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and we will be back and we will be talking sports and we will be talking what's going on in our lives and stay tuned for uh, a very special edition on Ohio edition of throwback Thursday this week. Uh, I'll even give you a, a hint. It will be from the year. I believe it was 2000. It was a Warren Harding Bourbon Spartan high school football game. I can't wait for that. There are some, some stacked teams back then. That was uh, Maurice Corlett. Yep. Was still with the uh, with Harding. So it may have been 2000 or 2001, top of my head. It might have been 2001. Yeah, I think it was 2001 because they won the championship in 2002 at Ohio State. So yep. 2001. But it was a, a very entertaining game. And uh, let's just say this. Uh, Maurice Corlett was uh, – you remember how good he was in high school? You want to listen to that game. Absolutely incredible. Stun. <laughs> he was right. a stun. All right, for Anthony, I am Tim here in Foreman. Anthony is in Campfield, and we thank you all for listening to Radio MVP. We'll talk to you next time, right here on Radio MVP.